This is Marta. And this is Anna. And this is You've Got Five Options show. Yeah. Okay, I'm not sure if I was supposed to do that. Why not? I don't know. Well, is that our standard greeting? Do we need to follow the standard greeting? Actually, no, we don't. <laughs> no, it's it's good that we have the intro. It's good that we have introduced ourselves. So I think uh, we did a pretty great job in the first minute. And uh, Marta, who do we have here today? Well, today... With us, we have no one else but <laughs> <laughs> but other people, <laughs> but a soul guide, Rasmus Jensen, mm -hmm. who we have just recently interviewed. Uh, so just two episodes ago, we spoke about uh, what does it mean to be a soul guide and what a soul guide can do for you. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have not had enough of Rasmus. And so our listeners also didn't have enough of Rasmus because I will just throw this interesting statistics. Uh, in the last three months, the episode with Rasmus, uh, Unconventional Professions, What Can a Soul Guide Do For You? is our second most listened episode. I thought it's the first, but first is always and always five insights that will completely change you and lead you to a fulfilled life. It's our episode number three that has so many listens. I have no idea why people are downloading it. It's actually our like beginnings of podcasting recorded in the bedroom. I think it's because we mentioned Trump a couple of times. Probably yeah. that's why. Yeah. So that episode, Rasmus, I'm sorry, you cannot beat that. That episode has <laughs> listens like uh, at least two digit listens every single day. That is, yeah, that, that's that. There might be some truth in it. I think there is some <laughs> truth in it, but the number two episode, so it's almost like number one, if we will forget about this episode, because that's always number one, is actually your episode, which was downloaded uh, so many times that it climbed over everything else we had. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. So I think it's not only that we didn't have enough of Rasmus, also our listeners didn't have enough of Rasmus. What do you think, Marta? I think so too. And luckily, Rasmus didn't have enough of Rasmus either. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all good. good. It reminds yes. me of that the, the Cure song. It's never enough. It's never, never enough. enough. Yes. So uh, I'm actually very excited because the first show I couldn't be here with you. I was with my uh, with my. It's not only mine, actually, Dave. <laughs> you are the father of the baby. Indeed. I was I was with little Gabriella. Hopefully. Home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the good part is she looks like him. There is no denying. I actually have zero uh, physical resemblance with my own daughter. That's the second time it happened to me. Uh, so uh, this we know for sure that it's your daughter. But I or had you to like 
the sort of same type of man. And my daughters look different, very different. Yeah, true. True. Oh. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> yeah, I know you are trying to make some jokes here. Now, but anyway, regardless of whose daughter that is, <laughs> I had to stay with her. And Dave was here, of course, recording the show with you guys. And I was on the phone for most of the show. But each time I wanted to say something, Gabriela was either occupying me with something uh, very, very important, or I was just about to say something, but the moment passed. It's actually quite difficult to join via telephone. Mm. So for that, I'm really sorry. And that's why I'm double excited to be here and finally be able to talk to Rasmus, not only to listen to him. Mm. So today we are doing yet again something unconventional, something we have not tried before. Today Rasmus has agreed to actually showcase what it is that hocus pocus, uh, abracadabra, cuckoo <laughs> stuff that he does, <laughs> that he also tried on me before. So I know this is actually a wonderful work. Yeah, I'm Marta, that was a fantastic <laughs> introduction. <laughs> no, but we do have to be honest. Some people still perceive it as uh, some kind of a woo-woo weird thingy. And we fully understand that there is a stigma on this profession of this kind. That's why uh, for all of our listeners, Listeners who are now on the radio or for podcast listeners, well, um, just stay tuned in and see how it really looks like because you might be surprised. I think it's very important to have an open mind, even if you think that something is whole. Like it's the same like with me. For instance, I don't really trust World Health Organization and I read their updates because maybe they will surprise me positively, right? And they did. And they actually <laughs> did. <laughs> Two days ago, they said something smart once in a while. So uh, it's very important to not to be judgmental towards things because we don't know them. Uh, it's good to be open and just experience this. That's why I would really invite everyone to stay for this. Maybe woo, but not really a great show. So open your minds, and if you can, open your hearts. Oh, that is a tricky one. Yeah. So what we will do in a moment, we will actually let Rasmus to take over the stage from us. And he has a guinea pig yeah. in the room. He has. I would like to remember how guinea pigs sound, so <laughs> I can do the sound, got it. I don't remember how <laughs> Maybe that's that. something like yeah. that. Yes, that's mm. true. Uh, Dave agreed to uh, to actually uh, be a guinea pig for this episode. I'm excited. I think he's excited. Yeah, yeah. I was offered the same. Uh, I have to be very honest with our listeners, but because I'm an old skeptical cow, um, <laughs> I was like, you know, I can actually... Uh, subconsciously sabotage this uh, this uh, session and you know you have to be ready for things like this i think that you can listen to it but if you want to be the actual participant in it you have to really come with an open mind and an open heart and dave has everything open sometimes <laughs> too much <laughs> <laughs> i'm wondering how your relationship works <laughs> when i just heard the, the description <laughs> the description of your something something cow i was like what and then <laughs> okay yeah well yeah but but i think that it's it's good to to choose someone who is really open for this who maybe this is the right time for dave so uh, dave we applaud you 
Thank you. I'm 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 getting into this with a an open heart, an open mind, and pretty much everything open. Apparently, <laughs> not a flyer though, because you are wearing tracksuit today. <laughs> yes, I I I'm actually we- wearing comfort a comfortable attire. I think that this was actually planned so he can he can feel comfortable, you know, surprisingly. Yeah. So, mm. are you guys ready? I am ready. Are you ready, Rasmus? We will see about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we will now smoothly, joyfully, just mm. hand it over to you, and mm. we will be here holding for you. And in case you need holding any support, hand. we are we are here. <laughs> or a slap. Or a slap. Or a slap. We yeah. we are here. Yeah. Mm. Is it a good uh, way to mute our microphones for the time being? If you want to, yeah. I, I'm asking Rasmus and Marta. No, I think it should stay on. Okay. Yeah. We then will. also, Dave doesn't need to worry in case we want yeah. to say something. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Just don't be noisy, girls. Then. <clears throat> won't be. Yeah, because I feel that those uh, microphones should be on because there might be questions that I would like to ask both of you to support in this in this process. Um. Just a few words about like how how it normally works. Um, there is no normal how it works. So it's not me in sessions that is, I'm not the one, I don't feel I'm the one doing it. Um, I'm just being open to the energy and letting the energy kind of work through me, through, through everything that's going on in this surrounding and in this in this moment. I also feel that this is a moment to be open to like that something could happen that is not planned. And um, it feels like there there is something that when talking to Dave that could move, that also could move something else. And I think that everybody should just be open to like what whatever comes and not have any concepts of what needs to happen. And I even think that's for the listeners is like, if just let the energy flow through you, like when you listen to this, don't, don't limit yourself in what can happen and just, yeah, just be open and maybe not think so much about like what is heart, what is mind, but just, just kind of like, yeah, just let go. So, um, yeah, I don't have any concept with this at all, like how this is going to go, but I just feel that I want to ask Dave the question of like, what is it that that he feels in this moment that he thinks about right now from what I just said? Mm, what is it that I feel in this moment for what you said? I feel, I feel, I feel, well, that's a good way of taking it though. You know, just let it look open the door and see which kind of wind comes through. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good philosophy. So what is it that you, right in this moment, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about, uh, <laughs> I was about to say I was a detective, <laughs> but it wasn't really. <laughs> I'm thinking about uh, oh, how powerful imagination is really. Mm. Because imagination sometimes takes you to to reality in a weird yeah. in a weird loop. Mm. 
that's what I was thinking about. So what are you imagining right now? Mm. If you close your eyes for a second, mm-hmm. what just comes to you in like without any effort and it just comes to you naturally? Mm, space. That's what comes in immediately into my imagination or into my... So how would you describe mm. that space? I'm the, the sort of typical way of looking at the space, the stars and... Mm. You know, just like floating. Mm. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Mm. Void. Void. <laughs> does it, how does it feel? It feels good. It feels like a, with lack of responsibility. That's always nice, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Do you have anything when you say there is no responsibility? Is there anything that comes to mind when I say responsibility? Mm, myself. So what is it about you that has responsibility? Mm, I guess it's, uh, well, keep the machinery working around you. The picture the picture of the space and me floating on it, it was very different. I didn't need to worry about myself anymore. Mm. then comes myself and there is responsibility, no? Mm. But that responsibility, does that feel heavy or does it feel light? Mm, well, it doesn't feel that light. No. No. What is it about that? I guess it's a sense of... Uh, mm, I wouldn't say achievement, but a sense of purpose, I, w- I, w- I will guess. Mm. What is the ultimate that, that purpose that you a, can have? What is the ultimate purpose that you can have in this life? Fix it. Fix life? Yeah. Fix your life or fix everybody's life? I guess everybody's. Everybody's <laughs> life. <laughs> that's Not a big task me. to have, you know? Yeah, that, yeah right? but that's the feeling that comes <laughs> immediately through. You see. Like... Yeah. I, I I don't know if if is that imply in itself that I get the feeling that life is broken. Mm. Maybe it's not not necessary. But uh, yeah. But if you feel that something has to be fixed, that means that something must be out of. Mm, yes. So let's say that that is a purpose. No. So what is it that's out? What is not complete or like how it should be? <coughs> What needs to be fixed? Oh, I guess is I feel unbalanced when I look at the hmm. at the out there. More than actually something is too bad or something is too good, I just yeah. feel that things might be a bit out of balance. Mm. Like, can you say specifically what you see as out of balance? Mm. Control. Can you be specific about where you see that control? In the world in general. I feel that... Uh, but can you pinpoint it like one thing? Mm. Like which is, what thing is the most being controlled? If you should pick one place or one thing. Mm. Just take a moment. Just take a moment to think about it and feel it. Don't rush into it. Just like feel it in your heart. Like feel it in your body. Where does it feel the most controlled and out of balance from what you see. Not from what is on TV, but what you see. 
mind. Mind? Yeah, the mind. Okay. So what is it in the mind that is being controlled or needs to be fixed? Perception, I will say. So is that truth? In some cases it is. Mm. <laughs> Because perception can give you a truth, even if it's false, but... Mm. In some occasions, it is, there is an objective truth and mm. it's being clouded. Mm. Definitely. Well, that's mm. how it feels. <laughs> how does it make you feel to, um, like this, that something is out, something is controlled and something is, the mind is not in place? And Does, does, does that worry you? Mm, yeah, because... I see that that usually goes into consequences that might be negative. So what could be a negative consequence? <sighs> Pain, suffering. Is that a bad thing? Well, it feels, <laughs> it doesn't feel that good, really. <laughs> Sometimes it's about, well, you know, there is two ways of looking at it, I guess. The bigger picture and the smaller picture. That's exactly true, yeah. You know, the bigger picture sometimes pain is necessary to to achieve. So if you should describe those two pictures or perspective, like what would you call the first one? What is the first perspective? What is the most important perspective? Is it the big or is it the small? Well, then we get back into the loop and it's balanced, no? Mm. It should be a balance between both of them. And sometimes that is what I perceive, that the balance is broken, mm. you know? Yeah. Uh, it should be a balance between the bigger picture and the smaller picture. I guess the so smaller we, okay, picture so is actually Try to describe the the bigger picture first. What would you how would you describe the bigger picture? What is that? The bigger picture I guess in for how I perceive it is the movement of energy to keep moving forward or yeah, to keep sort of Mm. evolving and moving no uh, so therefore I get the perfect I guess the perfect metaphor is you don't have a plot in a story if there is no conflict mm. characters don't move forward right uh, so you have two co characters without a conflict there is no story mm. so there is need to be a, a sort of conflict between this character to move the story forward. Some kind of resistance. Right? Yeah. Mm. But at the same time, it's, it is a, if the, and the, the, the smaller picture, mm. well, what I feel is maybe that sense of responsibility to fix it is because I feel that the conflict is bigger than the story. Mm. Would it be a good metaphor to be used, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> No, I can't judge that. <laughs> yeah. Now for me, there is two perspectives. There is like what we would call, what I call the soul perspective. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, yeah, that there are many lives, there are many like experiences and a lot of the things that are in our, like happening in our lives are because of that, they call it karma, if there is something like that. It's stock energy. And stock energy from that, like mm -hmm. whatever, you can go very, detailed into like explaining that or 
which we don't have to do much right now, but there is also the second perspective, which is like the mind, which is like logic, like good or bad, right? So if I go into like, okay, let's, if I just think about suffering, then from the mind of the logic, then suffering is bad because it hurts and, you know, but if you go with the same, like the suffering into like from a soul perspective, that's a completely different issue because from the point of the soul, which is all about unconditional love and love, there is nothing like that. There is no good and bad. So there is only what is. So suffering, if it just happens, that suffering, that means that there is something to be, there is a resistance in that. And you can choose to hold on to it or you can choose to let it move. Uh -huh. But there is no good or bad. There is no like judging suffering because it also depends who is going through that suffering. It's like a lot of people, if they've experienced suffering, they have learned something from that and they've moved on to a better place. Whatever that better place means, is it being able to enjoy life more, living more your purpose, living more the way that you would like to live? So it's like, it's very interesting how we look, you know, from what perspective we look at those things from. How would you, how would you say if, because there is a point there that maybe illustrate the feeling, no? Mm -hmm. Everything is love. Yeah. How would you call the absence of love? The absence of love? Yeah. I would say it doesn't exist. Okay. There is no, no such thing as maybe, because there maybe, is... Maybe that is what I perceive because I do perceive that there is in some mm. occasions there is an absence of love. There is, I feel the existence of an energy that is in absence of love. Yeah, yeah. No, but there is, there is something like that you start doubting that there is love. There is something like that, that mm -hmm. in your mind you can start doubting love because you're not letting it kind of be just love. You're changing what is love into a different thought. But everything is love. The mind changes into being good or bad. But everything is love. Everything that is is love because it's light and it's... It's just what is. So it's like what you, in your mind, make it into be. But the, there is no such thing as absence of love because everything is that. Everything comes from the same creator, which I like to call Tao. Mm -hmm. Other like calling it God or, you know, whatever. Like it doesn't yeah. really matter, but it's about that there is an energy or there is energy in everything that happens. If you make it into something good, if you make it into something bad, it's just your mind. So the question is, why not just, if you know that and you are aware of that, why not make it into something that feels good? If you have that ability, it's almost like what you started with, that you were in space, right? Mm -hmm. It feels good. So if you can like integrate that or allow that feeling of being free in, in that, If you can allow that into your life, then you can feel free. So you see, it's only the mind that is like 
trying to say this is good or this is bad. And when you hold on to that, you end up landing in the position of lack of love. Because you all the time try to explain what is love. Mm-hmm. I, I, get, I get your point. Yeah. I get your point. So you will say that the mind basically is the the clouding element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's only about the mind. So it's about understanding the mind. It's about understanding, okay, like this is what my mind is doing to mess things up for me right now. Mm. And that's mm. the learning in life. That is that is what life is about. It's about understanding the mind. So it's like defining the balance between the mind and the soul. So like that energy that we have sort of that, that we come from, which is only love. It's only love. But it's the mind that is but it it's also really brilliant when you look at it from the other way. Because it's like there's so much there because of the mind. Because if there wouldn't be the mind, it would be super boring. Mm. It would just be love. It would be like There is a saying there is a saying that the mind was created or the, mati- the material was cre- created to allow the mind to experience the spiritual, no? Yeah, yeah. Because the mind will be kind of totally disconnected with the spiritual in a way. Mm. So the material was there mm. to actually experience it. Yeah. So it's brilliant. Attach, go act, you know, to caress someone else, can mm. talk more about love than the actual idea of it. Mm. Mm. I, I I see what you're getting with that one. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's it's the same with everything. It's the same with disease or like whatever it is. Like because the body and the um, and the soul is 100% connected. So if you live your life aligned with your soul, there is no sickness. There is there is no nothing like that. Like out of because disease is being out of ease. So it's yeah. like not being it's basically not being aligned with with your soul where, you, where that naturally without trying without doing just just going so every disease is you going against what your soul is planned or has planned or is planning for you and you can see it in every case makes sense though Yeah, it makes sense. I do, but it's I, do like I do. I do feel deeply into into mm. that. The, the the hard part is to decode it on yourself. No, it's not hard. Is I would like to see it as a as a learning, as a challenge. <coughs> I think it's like I think it's pretty brilliant how it's been set up that we there is only it's only ourselves that can kind of you know find the answers in ourselves. And it's that's why it's such a beautiful journey because it's like it's all about us. Which has also been misunderstood that it's like a, if you think about yourself it's like egoistic way of looking at things, but it's selfish, not selfish. Yeah. Selfish, it's like just about you, but it's it's more about you as the love for yourself. So finding the love for yourself and like appreciating like the challenge instead of like First of all, running away from the challenge, not wanting to face it. You know, and it's just 
the, the crazy thing is just right there. We don't even have to do anything. Life kind of does it for us. It was interesting what we spoke about before we started this with the fourth. The fourth way. The fourth Gorgeous. way. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just say again, like what you were, what you mentioned to me before about this fourth way that it's. Uh, it's a school. It's a school of mysticism, a mystical school mm. founded by Gurdjieff, uh, which basically is called the fourth way because it, it gives you a fourth way to find enlightenment. Because mm. most of the traditions in the East propose to ascetism, no, mm. to go away from the world yeah. to find enlightenment, to leave mm. the world behind in a way, no? Yeah, yeah run away in a way. <laughs> and the run fourth way basically, life, yeah. exactly, and the fourth way is a, is a way of saying, well, you can actually go into enlightenment but living a human life, mm. you know, yeah. and they give you a set of principles that will allow you to mm. achieve that, just having a normal life, having kids, having work, Yeah, exactly. You know, having a social stand, the status, whatever you know, mm. that is that that was the idea of Gurdjieff behind that the school of mm. school of uh, spiritual school. No, I think it's a really good uh, exact and good way to put it. Like this, the school of life is actually you know that's what you want to learn or what you, where you want to learn from. Yeah, but it's also some. It's it's also like some people have gone like to India or somewhere and then like like detached or like been like taking himself away from the everyday life to get like a perspective i think i think you can get like there's there's an opportunity in going away and looking at it from a different perspective i definitely think that there's but it's again like coming back to life like living it Mm-hmm. in life I think that's well the bigger challenge you know yeah and it's like seeing it like okay maybe like it's also the people that you meet you know like how they can you know how can you actually be in like yourself and still and still be with other people it's like if you just sit and meditate all day and like have no contact with people it's okay but like Isn't it more like a challenge when you actually like faced with like, yeah. you know, things that are like right there, and if you can kind of handle them, and I don't mean by handle them like, I don't know, like you know, throw them away or something, but really be in them and appreciate it, mm-hmm. you know, like appreciate whatever, find delight in like everything there is, even even when you're poor or even when you're like even when you're sick or even when your child is sick, can you still find delight in that? Tough. Yeah, it's tough. But like, but if you, you know, compare, like take the example of like your child is sick, right? And then like being faced with that and then sitting in, you know, like in in India and and meditating. I believe that there's much more learning when you're faced with like, Because I believe that there's always a purpose. There's always like, there's a reason why your child is sick. You know, it's trying to teach you something. It's no, co- there's no coincidence. So you don't need to go anywhere. You can just basically sit and then like, not like, not care, but like just like, okay, yeah, this is what it is, and you you know, be in that. Tao. <laughs> Tao. <laughs> <laughs> So what would you say if you look at your own life now? 
looking at those things that we just spoke about now, is there something in your life now that you feel is a challenge for you? Yeah, definitely. So what would what what is the first thing that comes to you when it comes to a challenge in your life? Mm, reality as it's been portrayed. Mm. Can you describe that a little bit close? Well, um, I've been challenged by the reality that is unfolding with all these political, uh, yeah, political agenda, really. So is it something to do with power? It's, it's something to do with power and control, definitely. Okay, so what does it... Because, I, because it I think that the, the other side of my life is just everything is can is good. Mm. All the rest is really good. Mm. So what about if I tell you that I see a past life in you where there is something with revolution and power and stuff? I would say that it would make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, like the... Um, Would you be open to hear about that life? Sure. It's like, um, it feels to me that it's, what comes to my mind is this uh, Che, you know, in Cuba. Mm -hmm. That kind of energy, but not him directly. It's like, it more goes like Bolivia, and it's more like, it's also like a group of like revolutionists, like against the system. Um, and, um, yeah, you, yeah, it feels like you're like one of the leaders, like you're one of those that is like, I wouldn't settle for less. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been good now if I would have said, yeah, you were one of those that, uh, you know, <laughs> is, uh, getting the water and like <laughs> doing nothing. No, but yeah, one of the, let's call it the top guys. And, uh, feels like it's a little bit of an aggressive energy like you know like yeah let's go and like do it now and take care of it like you know like impulsive like mm -hmm. and you know like um, not really thinking about it so um but remember this is only about a past life this is um this can have a big in yeah it can be important but It doesn't mean that, you know, it's not you in this life, right? But it's, it has some, it has some kind of meaning. Um, and you go into like battle with, um, it's like the government, with the government or like dictatorship or something like that. I don't know the, I don't know the story about Bolivia, but seems like there are quite a lot of friction there and it was, it was quite, um, there's a lot of torture Feels like uh, like a lot of people held prisoner, and like um, you know, really using power, but like against you know the ones that were doing the revolution, and then like like being nasty, quite nasty around it, you know, like being yeah personal, up and personal, like even directly with you. So it it feels like it goes towards your kid or your kids in that life, that um, it was like because of your 
like aggressive kind of behavior, which you thought had a good cause, that you lost someone close to you because of your actions? Yeah, it is. It sounds, it, it sounds, it sounds in, like something I can totally go into. In, in yeah. this life, it feels like it's, it's like it happened and it made you really like, I need to think about things. So that's why in this life, you're very like thinking about like how, how does it really work, all this, and being like, it's almost gone to like being so careful and like almost being like, that not much can happen. And it's like, almost like wanting to run away from life in a way. Mm. Well, know, not like digging in and like really stepping into bold. your full expression of what you really want to do. Like, what you really feel. Yeah, because I usually, if I go to the feeling, I usually go will go for the more aggression one, mm. one take action. Yeah. Which is part of kind of like, not necessarily an aggression one way I guess it's the take action thing because mm. if I something need to get done I'm all in yeah the learning mm. in this is about letting the energy do it through you what do you mean with that it means that it has to go through your heart and not like a place of thinking it so it's like when you really feel, like when you really feel that something has to happen. It's like if you say something and you say it with aggression, but you, it's like it goes through the heart, the vibration of it is completely different because That's then it comes out point. with compassion. That's an interesting thought, yeah. Mm. So if you, should, if you should mention something that you're compassionate about, what are you compassionate about? Puppies. Puppies? <laughs> I, <laughs> love puppies. <laughs> yeah, I love puppies. I love puppies. Children. Mm. So what is it about children that, you, uh, that you're compassionate about? Like what is it in children? I just, just, I wouldn't, I, I'm with puppies, I guess. Mm. I, would, I wouldn't even think about hurting them. Mm. That's, I, I guess that's the feeling in general. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So why is it that you wouldn't want to hurt a child? What is it? Innocence, or a puppy? Innocence. It's just a, yeah, there's not, there's not intention in a way. So what about a if negative a, one? So, I mean. Yeah. So what about if, uh, if a child, you know, now I'm going to say something that is a bit out there, right? A bit rough. Be careful with the cancel culture. Imagine now that a child kills another child mm -hmm. on purpose. On purpose. That actually has happened. Yeah. Of course, everything has happened. But like, so how do you see that situation then? I don't know if that that's the has does the child has the the real concept of death and killing in that process? Let's say that this child has like found a gun somewhere, you know, An this accident. is in America right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like some, like something like that. And then just, it just happens out of like, then you can go into, okay, like 
It's, you know. All right, but, but, but it happens. Even outside of the circumstances, because obviously, I would still have the feeling that most probably that had was more of an accident than a bad intention. Mm. Even, you know, that's the, the, the feeling. Mm. You know, it was a yeah. very unfortunate thing. Yeah. You know, because yeah, the, there is a lot that goes into our minds in terms of understanding, I guess, in when you grow up, mm. to tell us the division between good and wrong. Mm. With a child, that might not be formed, so therefore mm. I will perceive that there is less of an intention. That Does it mean that you might not find a psychopath child? The actually, psychopaths mm. most, most of the times are born with that. Right, right exactly. You know, so... So but what it, you're saying is it is, that it, is put, it put put things in perspective because yeah. even if it's a psychopath child, you might have, you know, you yeah. might you, you might you, you might not look at it like you were looking at a forty year old psychopath. Mm. But does it really matter? What happens happens, right? Mm. <laughs> That's hard to say just to that one, eh? Mm. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's like. It's like one of those, like when when is it okay? When is it not okay? You know, it's like where where is the where judgment is that limit? of it? Yeah, the judgment of it is a is the hard thing to take up away out of the equation. Mm. Yeah, because you don't only judge with your mind. No, sometimes you judge with the emotions that come out of a situation of that. But type. that's the mind. Okay. You will put emotions into the yeah. the minor, okay? But the consequences, because the mind controls the feelings. Like that's it. Pres- it goes through the mind. If there's no, it's like if there's no mind. There's actually like, I was watching. What was it? Like this? Someone had a, you know, something happened in in the in the brain, like a brain. I don't know what is it called. Like some, you know, that the brain kind of switched off. Okay. The logical brain switched off, and it was like you know, like there was no feeling, there was no nothing. Like it just kind of, there's nothing there when, you know, there's no feeling when the mind is. You switch off, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when the mind is gone, it's like, you know, brain dead, right? When the brain is gone. Well, that goes against the gut feeling. <laughs> <laughs> But it's yeah, so. But, but, but there is consequences when when I I mean I will talk about personal life perspective now mm. you know and I guess it's, I'm not alone in it shit happens to all of us you know uh, and sometimes are negative things that are out of our control mm. and if we try even if I put the emotional side of it out or the mind side mm. let's try to get the You know, mm. the judgment of it and yeah. the emotional consequences. There's still other consequences, mm. you know, that might take your life sometimes in a, be antagonist to life. Mm. Let's say that, as an example, you you go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> you might not feel anything about it, You might, but you are in jail. Mm. So there is a consequence, you know, and that is what sometimes is it's hard to, do an evaluation mm-hmm. of a, when do you, or not to do an evaluation about a problem, no? Yeah. Because there is, you know, even if that problem means that you are perceiving the l- lack of love, you know, 
that's a consequence. I think it's also about that you feel what it is that you want in your life, right? If you're, if you believe, yeah, I should be in prison, then there's a big chance you're going to end up in prison. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, oh, prison, that doesn't like that's not, you know, that's not something that I like particularly want to go to, and it's not something that, you know, like why would I want to go there for? Like, but it's like if it would happen, I would be like, okay, so. What is this trying to teach me here? What is the, what is the purpose of this? What is the learning? And with that, with that, I'm entirely on point because mm. there is always a. I mean, out of all the dramatic experiences I've been through, which are a few but not that many, mm. <laughs> I'm not looking at you, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we're just in there is, <laughs> but there is always been there's always been, uh, uh, yeah, a teaching in them, you know. Mm. There's always yeah. been a conclusion, and for the majority of parts, it's positive, mm. you know. But but <laughs> mm. sometimes there is something there left, yeah. That uh, that might not feel right. Mm. The difference in between, like what we're doing now and what I would in a session that I would normally do, there would be like something specific that we would be like touching on. Mm-hmm. You know, like like some kind of blockage. I don't know, like could be anything that you're sad about or something that you know, like whatever. And um, we could also try to do something specific if you're open to that. Um, how much we have? <laughs> how much time do we have? Uh, minutes. Fifteen minutes. Um, I mean, it could be something specific. There's a number of things. But you can choose. You can choose what you. If there's something that you would like to, you know, you can cho- you can choose. Like if there's something that you feel that you would like to have, like more, uh, if you feel clear, more like something that is not clear to you, or something that you would like to change. Ooh, there's a number of things I want to change. <laughs> <laughs> but in you, like something that you would like to. If you could change something in you, what it what would it be? Sense of responsibility towards of the world, not because I'm very responsible with other stuff. <laughs> but this responsibility that is because of that past life that I told you. Yeah, yeah, that's where that's where that uh, feeling of responsibility of like that you do when you do something. It's like you can see that there's some suffering. You feel responsible for taking care of that. And it comes from like, not only from that life, but also other lives of like, being, putting yourself in a position where it's like, taking care of others, yeah, suffering, you know? But the learning is that that is not your responsibility. It's not. Energy goes through those certain people that are experiencing that suffering. It's got nothing to do with you. How does it feel in you that I say that no matter what you do, it doesn't change much? Man. Like whatever you think, it doesn't change anything. How does it, that feel it, to it, you? It, 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 it doesn't feel right. So what is it about it that doesn't feel because right? Because I do. I'm, I'm, I'm provoking you right now. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's on purpose. I mean, come closer. 
I will say that doesn't feel right because I have experienced the fact that sometimes you do, I mean, yeah, life, you do change mm. what is out there. You know, it's not an imaginary thing. You are producing change. You are a tool of change constantly, mm. you know. So therefore, and and I have experience. listen, in some areas I do agree entirely with your statement, you know. Mm. You know, for a, a previous experience I have, uh, not that long ago, mm. you know, I realized that I wasn't totally incapable of changing the destiny of someone else until that person decided to change it for themselves. Exactly. You know, so in that sense, I do agree. Mm. But as well, I see my life experience have taught me that if I do have an intention, that intention materializes. Mm. Therefore, to try to make the world a better place or to or to want it to see the world as a better place to do resonate with me that it will have an impact so what does it mean that the world is a better place what's wrong with the world when you say and, uh, control yeah but why is control so bad are you being controlled mm, yeah <laughs> definitely but are I you mean, allowing I mean, are you allowing yourself to be controlled no but it's it's another way of control i mean it's not the way that the anna you're not controlling me you give me a lot of <laughs> everybody freedom. else and anna obviously. yeah <laughs> no no it's, it's not even I, i think it's controlling the way that the world is very manipulated you know yeah but who is the world michael jackson and the <laughs> we <laughs> are the world they were singing that song. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, the others, I mean, the people that is, the world is the people that lives in it. No, it's the awareness of people. Yeah. Oh, that that is an interesting subject. Yeah, that's why there is there. The world is perfect the way it is. Nothing needs to be changed mm. because what changes the world is the awareness of people. You don't need to change anything. It's the awareness. Every single awareness in every single person. That is what changes the world, not not one person. So we can actually tingle with awareness. <laughs> This is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> but that's actually, but that that will be an answer as well for mm. if you actually manage to say to to elevate the awareness of the people, you will be changing the world. Mm. But that's what we're doing, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> 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 this is what this is what this is about. This mm. is about awareness that you can. You can choose, you hear something, you can choose, does it make sense to me? No, perfect. Then you stay where you are. Or yes, I want to know more. That is something about your awareness. Yeah, and that's a very individual choice. Yeah, but that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, It's not about you changing anything. Oh, Jesus, I knew it. I've just saved you so much, uh, <laughs> so much work now. Thank you, man. <laughs> Why didn't you came like three past lives ago, man? <laughs> you bastard! You're But it does, it does, it does make sense what you're saying. So, yeah. so in that, in that, in that sense, it does make sense. Mm. Yeah, it's the perspective of things, because what you are, the other perspective is not wrong. Now you gave me a new challenge. Now I need to change awareness. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what you're doing right now. This is exactly what you're doing right now because your awareness is changing in this particular moment. Mm -hmm. Right now, your awareness, awareness is changing. So you are helping others in the world by doing that, by 
acknowledging or saying, yes, I can change my awareness. I can change my view. That's what it's about. Allowing, showing example of, yes, it's possible to change. It's possible to think in a different way. It's diff- you know, That's the best example you can give anybody. That's the best help you can give anybody. And not like fight or like, you know, wanting to change someone or, you know, everybody has, they have to change themselves if that's what they're ready to do. But it goes through awareness and being ready for awareness. This is, I mean, it's really simple, but it's, we make it quite difficult for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Often. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, that's why it's very important to know where, where does those thoughts come from? You know, like if we have a certain belief system or thought pattern, whatever it is, it's like if we can then find out where does that come from? Then we can start to like, okay, yeah, all right. I'm, you know, it's easier to move on when we get a perspective on like words like that. That's why sometimes those past lives can be like quite a good, good, place to like kind of find that explanation or find that yeah find out where does that come from right yeah well perspective no yeah yeah, That's exactly. the word, yeah 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 with perspective comes more uh, different awareness more awareness or different awareness so so why is there the mechanism to forget them what's that why is there the mechanism to forget your past life why do we forget them? Or? Yeah, if they, they if they give you perspective, because when you we, them or when it's you like them. we can't have but them before we're ready <coughs> to have them, because then we wouldn't learn that lesson. We wouldn't. If you would come into this life and remember everything, there wouldn't be any learning, because then you wouldn't be able to live it out in life. It has to, you know, like if you would know. It's like this, you going to a test and knowing all the right answers. Yeah, exactly. Without Exactly. Going through the study of it. It's like, okay, you just take the paper and then you're like, okay, A, B, C, D, E. Like, you know, what is the learning in that? Like, next. Maybe. Next, yeah. <laughs> next paper. It's like, you know, it doesn't make any sense. So mm-hmm. it has to be. That's why it's brilliant that it's been like, you know, put into like two separate. They're not separate, but they work separately. And it's just perfect the way that, you know, that whole, that whole thing works. But it's also, we're going into a time where we're going to be more connected to our soul. So the distance between the mind and the soul is, is getting closer. And you can see it in the kids that are being born now, that they are living more, they're living in a different vibration. It's just, that's more like a universal energy thing, how the position of everything is. The energy in general in the, in the universe. Mm-hmm. But um, but we still some of us are still back from the old energy, and we still have to live through that. But the awareness is changing because the universal energy is changing, and that's when we allow the universal energy. Like, you know, I like uh, the idea of astrology and how that works. So it's like that explains a lot of things for me personally, because it's like you can see, all right, this is working like this, this is working like this. It explains certain things, and you can see how. How that is, how that picture is changing into being more, more spiritual, more like connected to up, you know, like more to the universe than being like 
let's call it a materialistic physical that has been like heavy. It was heavier. The energy is getting like lighter in a way. So it's easier for us to kind of live a lighter life as well. Like if we choose it. So, so being more in the feeling of love, right? In joy yeah. and all these things. But the, the thing is, for me, those feelings come easy. I'm mm. not necessarily all the time in, in that uh, head space. Mm. The majority of the time, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I feel yeah. that, and you, you, you are a happy, happy yeah. dude. Maybe, like. <laughs> maybe I need to, I need to get some brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the only thing that is, that is, you can't talk about something is missing. But it's, it's like not wanting to fix anything, like just letting everything just be at peace. And that's let, a hard task. I know, but it's like you're not helping by wanting to help. Bastard. Yeah. So it's like so it's like and if you take that weight off your shoulders because it's a weight on your shoulders of like that you need to do something. When you take that away, then you know you can start to focus on other things. Awareness, for instance. So you know, spreading the joy, like instead we should do great. But it's do it more, you know, more focus on that instead of like, like, because the other thing is like negativity, you know, like focusing on what's negative, what's missing, what is, how can we make it a better world? And yeah, and I, I, leave, I will, I, I will say that that is a, I mean, there is, there is, there is something that I, 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 I take out of it that is, it is important in mm. a personal level, mm. you know, uh, I do think that maybe the, the, the first, the the when we're talking about the four way schools, no, mm. uh, and the other option, no, like the east, the the, the eastern mystic, mysticism thought, yeah. you know, yeah. that is kind of like leave everything behind, don't see the evil, don't mm. listen to the evil, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do think that sometimes, if you ignore it, doesn't go necessarily doesn't go away, yeah. you know. Uh, oh, this chair went down. <laughs> I just want to mention that we have approximately one minute and a half to go oh. in our show. Oh, Jesus, man. Yeah. We need two hours for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to mention that uh, sessions with Rasmus, they often go for three hours. And uh, a lot more uh, can happen in more time. Mm. A lot more interesting stuff. So I just wanted to say thank you so much both to you, Rasmus, for coming here and mm. putting yourself in quite a vulnerable position of just, you know, going mm. ahead and showing who you are in this kind of setting. Mm. So thank you so much. It is highly appreciated. Mm. And to you, Dave, for your part of vulnerability. I of was the guinea pig. Not knowing what you're going <laughs> to meet here and being willing to open yourself mm -hmm. up for the benefit of everyone who is present here or listening to it. A pleasure, Sveen. So thank you so much for today and mm. continue spreading the awareness. You are listening to You've Got 5 Options radio show, where we hopefully convinced you that five indeed is a magic number.
To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, 